Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. My mouth was almost kind of full of chocolate. That was my bad. Sorry. (laughs) He forgot the one. He went three, two, and pushed the button. I never say one. You hit the button on one. It was, but I still... It's on one. It is on one, and I understand that. And to all of our listeners, I apologize because I brought in a bag of... Bark Thins. Bark Thins chocolate. Mm -hmm. And because I have a really rare experience experience of my life mm-hmm. never liking chocolate never wanted it always made fun of me for mm-hmm. liking chocolate <laughs> he was the woman in the family because he <laughs> liked the chocolate right i did not this last year something has happened and i am now a chocolate fan Olic. yeah oh. something like that <laughs> that's and, all i like but i, I like vanilla anything but i, I i'm not Separate. sure i like your explanation chris oh. your explanation was as you get older i don't like it either but i think it's true that's probably can true. It, could, could you tell us again? Because I forgot what that was. The <laughs> older that someone gets, naturally, oh, the, the taste buds and the no sensory lessens. Deaden. Deadens. Mm. And so you start to like it's stronger, not just, richer It's foods. not just COVID that deadens. No. It's Which, like, that could be this is true, from your medical experience. That, that, is, that is an actual scientific truth. And I've found it in my own life. The older that I get, the more that I like strong oh my flavors. Hmm. Wow! I like darker chocolate. I like darker Stronger coffee. Coffees. I like. I used to only drink co- cream in my coffee, and I never drink right. cream in my coffee anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll I have drink noticed that. Es- I'll sip espresso and oh, enjoy that's it. Good. Yeah, yeah. Without that is cream. really good. Yeah. Oh. Well, you, you know what a dopio is? Yeah, no. uh, those are good. They are. What is that? Just a pure shot of espresso. Oh, I don't drink coffee. And two, a double. Huh? It's a double. It's a double, but you pull the shot early, so it yes. doesn't get the bitter afterwards. Yes, yeah, so you get the. Yeah. Yeah, as you can tell, we are coffee lovers and a little bit of chocolate lovers, I too. I forgot. You used to be a barista. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was a bristo. Bristo. Oh, bristo. Oh, not a bristo. A bristo. <laughs> I did it only because I like coffee, and I was like, well, this will get me a discount. So. <laughs> well, see, I didn't know that about you, Chris. Yeah. I did not know that little. How come I didn't know I'd that? I worked there for a year. Wow. Now, there, there's a step above that, too, isn't there? The coffee master. Coffee, coffee master. master. I actually wanted that. I wanted the aprons. You get a, a special apron for that. Oh. Or at least it used to. That was 15 years ago. But oh. I wanted that apron. Wow. Wow. You had to do a certain amount of coffee tastings, which I did a lot of them and all mm. the stuff. But I'm And learned the taste. And, and you also learned that you could give coffee to anybody you wanted to or you could do what you wanted to with the... I think I was sworn to secrety on that as part of my... Uh, Whatever, mm. but that is true. Probably. Well, we haven't named yeah, the coffee named shop, so we're not, go- and we're not going to. It said coffee shop. If someone came in, and this was 15 years ago, it may have changed by now. But if someone came in and they, their debit card declined, or that you could tell they didn't have money or whatever, you just gave them the coffee. Hmm. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to that table with Darlene. <laughs> we are so glad that you joined us, and I hope that maybe if you're. Where you can have a cup of tea. Jessica yes, is yes. sitting at the table tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you're here. Sweet. I get excited every time you come. Yes. You're sweet. And No, I love having you. She and always brings a bubbly side. She does. <laughs> and you're having tea I am. at the table. Hot tea. Hot tea. Wow, this yes. is wonderful. This is step up. No coffee for it's, you. It's but not British tea because Brit, right. Brits always put cream in their yeah. tea. Oh, really? Oh, I do yeah. like that. That's good. I've is never had it. I've mm-hmm. literally never had that. I don't care mm-hmm. for it. No, I don't like milk in anything. I'm I am anti milk. milk. 
Yeah. Yes, so, and I'm anti-milk, so. And anti-gravy. Anti-gravy. Oh, oh I can, I can no. agree with you there. No. Yes. No. You and me, Chris. No. Oh. Oh. Biscuits and gravy. Oh, that's good. You know, oh. Pepper gravy. No, no, no. No, no. no. no I can make it, but I will not eat it because I, I did paper mache in school, and oh. we used flour and mm-hmm. water, which that's what you make gravy out of. This just hurts my heart. Yes, and... And I just cannot do that. Nope. I can't mm. eat. Can I had get a big old chicken fried steak or chicken mm. fried chicken with gravy? Loaded and I'm with like, white gravy. It. We and are I'll take my rolls and I'll dip it in it. <laughs> <laughs> we are probably offending a lot of listeners right probably, now. Probably, probably. But then, you know, maybe we should take a survey. How many of you don't like gravy? I am telling the truth. I'm you telling know. what I like. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, she talked about how much she liked chocolate. She mm. used to make chocolate gravy. I did. Uh, yeah. Mom did too. Mm-hmm. I would gravy. every once in a while with biscuits. Eat that. Now that right. is that it's makes different. a little sense. Yeah. My mom used to make red eye gravy, which was good. Red What's eye. That? That's you, a lot of grease, isn't it? No, it's coffee. Oh it's really? Co- old coffee from the night from oh, the my. breakfast before, and you'd mix that in there, and it was. Instead of putting milk, you used coffee. You used milk too, but you had the good. coffee in it. Oh, and yeah. it actually less grease and more coffee. Wow. Well, you know, I've heard of red eye gravy, but I had no idea what it was because I just that part of my brain is closed off to gravies. I'm I'm not even a real fan of all juice if it has any thickness oh, yeah. to it. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that disappointment. What? I used to be that way with donuts. I used mm. to not eat donuts. Well, hmm. but as you get older, is that what happened? Your yeah. taste yeah. deadened, and I yeah. come. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Um, but we do hope that uh, you. Uh, will enjoy what God is, has to say, and I believe he has something to say today. You know, I think we, as, as you're listening to the broadcast today, or the podcast, I should say, just get a cup of coffee yes. and uh, biscuits and gravy and Ooh. sit down and, and enjoy piece this. piece of chocolate. And yeah, a piece of chocolate. That sounds like a good time. That <laughs> sounds like a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we, do have, we are guilty of the chocolate, for sure, not the gravy, because gravy right. doesn't come to this party. True. Uh, we also have with us. Oh well, Chris is here yeah. all the time because yeah. Chris is the one that makes this happen every time. I'm Thank here. you so much. And we know Jess is here because you already introduced her. Uh huh. Well, and, and yeah. obviously they know that Daryl Rhodes is here because he's been talking too, so he yeah. really doesn't yeah. need yeah. an introduction. I don't think anybody ever introduces you. No, well, they kind of got that figured out, I think. Yep. That, it's that her I show. Just, I, just, I just show up, you know. It doesn't say at the table with Chris, nope. does it? Nope, <laughs> that's true. It could, If, if Darlene is at the table, no, we aren't. It's, it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's a little aggravated that she has missed the last few, and so when she comes back next time, we are going to give her a really rough time okay. for, you know, for yeah. dodging out because, yeah. I mean, she had a special thing today that they do with Max yeah. every year, and so... Part of it is my fault, too. I haven't been the most flexible with timing. So she's well, no, it, you know, we just all make it what works for everybody mm-hmm. at the best we can. And, and uh, But since she couldn't come, it doesn't mean she's not important. But Well, it is a sacrifice it is for a sacrifice. Chris. Oh, my goodness. And for, uh, uh, That's her name is <coughs> Jessica. Uh-huh. Hun, Jessica, honey. Chris and Jessica to, to be here. I haven't given you any Prevagen for a while, but Ever. I will get back at that. <laughs> really I, I need to pick up some. Yeah, it's not a sacrifice. It's what we're supposed to do. It's just hard to um, always make the calendar line oh, up right. Oh yeah. yeah, When you got two business, three business, four business, whatever you how got. How many over there. we got? Oh, we Everything count. you got. Yeah, three kids. Who, yes. Who knows how many more? You never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so so to say that you uh, are busy isn't even, uh, but but you still yes, you, you show still. up. And not only that, I've watched you guys just grow 
so much in in your business mm -hmm. watched you grow in so many things as a family mm -hmm. as a couple as individuals mm -hmm. and it's exciting to me i i mean i just love to watch those around me that i love so dearly to grow in christ and see what god's doing and you know we've mentioned before kind of a of a, how it started with you and and the resistance and and all, but to see what God has been doing in your life. And so why don't you guys just kind of tell us what's going on down at the factory? Mm -hmm. That's a busy place these days. Yeah. It's, Top floor. Yeah, it's very, very busy. We're, I mean, it's just crazy to think that a year ago we were, I mean, we were, we were struggling a year ago. And um, now, I mean, not saying that the struggle isn't there, but it's a different kind of struggle. Mm -hmm. It's, um, well, I mean, we're growing like crazy. We are closing deals that are bigger than our entire first year of wow. um, income yeah we are um, thank you jesus we just right. need yeah. to take we yes. need to have a praise moment yeah. because yes. there's been times when you Amen. guys have come in here yes. and yeah. but you just pushed on through you yeah. still talked about the goodness of god yeah and to watch but thank you jesus yeah. for what no, you're it's, doing it's yeah. major we um it, it was crazy because I've been preaching dreaming big, dreaming big, dreaming big. I've mm -hmm. always preached that. But it was really crazy when Pastor Josh was here during our revival. That was one of the things that he spoke over us. He put our hands together and, and, and kind of spoke a word of us over dreaming bigger. And, I mean, the, the influx of business has been coming in even before that. But now that it's here, we are very much um, – actually, I was literally on the printing press, and the Lord spoke to me – I was kind of listening to a message, but I think it was kind of a word from the message, but it kind of opened up to me, and then I just felt the presence of God there super strong, and God was like, take the land. It's like one of the problems with Moses, and we, we is he walked in and had issues. He couldn't take the land, but on top of that, the people that walked in and, and the spies that went in the land, they were afraid of the giants. They were afraid of everything, and so they came back, and there was two different people. You had the people that came back afraid, and you had the people mm -hmm. that came back, well, God mm -hmm. says we can do it, so let's go take the giants. And, and me and Pastor even talked about this. Just because God promised you something does not mean that there's not going to be giants. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean there's not going to be storms. And, and then I started thinking at that moment when Jesus was on the boat crossing the Sea of Galilee, and it's like Luke 8, I think, and he says, let's get in the boat. He didn't say, you get in the boat, or I'm going to get in the boat. Mm -hmm. Before they took off, he said, let's get in the boat. Yes. And that's something that, like yes. the Holy Spirit, I mean, it was it was very, very powerful. It was like the boat is a representation of what God wants us to do. He wants us to get to the other side of the lake. And if Jesus said, get in the boat, mm -hmm. he's getting in the boat with us. Mm -hmm. And it's up to us whether we're going to be like the, the disciples and freak out during yeah. the storm, or are we going to cuddle up next to Jesus on the mat and go to sleep. And I want to be... I mean, I, I want to be asleep on the boat, essentially. And the, the thing that really stands out to that story is Jesus wasn't even going to calm the storm. Right. He, he wasn't. Mm. No. I mean, he was asleep. He That's was. He calmed the storm just for the sake of the disciples. And then he, he almost got on to him after that. Mm. Like, he did. He faith? rebuked him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's just got to the point where we're going to walk in. We're going to take the land. We're going we're to dream big. We're going to take what we needed to, to take. And God spoke to us that um, there's going to be – there's so much on the table – that even if we, I feel like if we fully operated in the level of faith and, and understood the level of goodness that God wanted for us, we wouldn't even take everything off the table. Like, I don't know that we're even capable of taking everything that he has for us. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we're at. You know, we're, we're, we're making big moves and scary moves and, you know, but we're not, 
we're going to cross the sea and there's going to be storms and there's going to be giants there's going to be yes. everything else but we're going to take as much as we mm -hmm. can because god said we could take it so we're taking it you oh. know and that's what that's what we're seeing amen it was yeah. such a good message that he was preaching you mm -hmm. know uh and and we hear the word of god we preach the same messages and all but sometimes there's just such a revelation that comes out you know uh like i said moses you know his 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 main thing the thing that mattered the most was first of all we we all know you got to listen mm -hmm. and you got to obey mm -hmm. and you have to take care of what's inside of us mm -hmm. because if we don't take care of the little issues of our life then those issues will embarrass us mm -hmm. they will cause us slow us down mm -hmm. uh from god's purpose it doesn't mean that god doesn't he he won't uh rescue us and sanctify us again right. but we are using valuable time and possibly stopping what god wants to do in our life right. and not only that the this was it the spies that went into the promised land half of them came back thinking that they were <coughs> utilizing wisdom mm -hmm. but wisdom was a mask for fear god yes, told them something yeah. and they they came <coughs> back and said well, we need to be wise about this mm -hmm. we'll, we'll go in and we can't face these giants mm -hmm. that's wisdom and we're going to mm -hmm. use wisdom but right. god gives us wisdom mm -hmm. And we need to operate in God's wisdom, but wisdom can very easily be masked as fear to keep us from what we're supposed to be mm -hmm. doing. Wisdom will always line up with the word. Right. right. And the word was, you know, go. I've, I've prepared a place in the land of Canaan mm -hmm. that I'm taking you exactly. to. Exactly. And so the the wisdom says, let's go with the word. Let's right. go with God, what God says. They put the wisdom in the wrong thing. <clears throat> they did. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was 10. It yeah. was 10 out of 12 that yeah. said that, you know. Yeah, and they did it in the natural. They did the natural with what their eyes see. And had they had on the spiritual insight that Joshua and Caleb had, they mm -hmm. had a spiritual insight because they had been in the presence of God. They had listened and they had received and they were not going to allow the enemy to stop them from something that they had been striving for all of their life. Right. And that was the difference because you cannot deny what's going around, what's on the surface. Right. There's giants in the land. Mm -hmm. But what we, what they didn't know, those 10 spies, what they didn't understand was that those giants and those people inside the land were terrified mm -hmm. that they yes. would actually believe mm -hmm. what they had been hearing about them, that their God was so powerful, that yes. their God was so strong. Yep. And even though they yeah. were giants, yeah. they were terrified. Mm -hmm. And if we can ever understand that the enemy is so terrified. Oh, yeah. Right so terrified that powerful. we will yeah. believe the word of the lord right. in spite of the giants because a revelation for me was when i understood that the enemy was that little imp that goes out those uh, little imps and spirits of fear mm -hmm. that go out they go out on a mission to mm -hmm. find your weak spots and if they can make you fearful but when faith rises up and mm -hmm. we look, we can honestly look at fear and say, you do not move me. Right. But my faith inside of me is moving me in the direction God wants me to go. Yeah. And that's what happened in that situation. And it happens still yeah. today. <clears throat> faith, faith and fear are opposite forces. Mm -hmm. They are a force, but they're mm -hmm. opposite forces. And you sure. can't move in faith and move in fear. Mm -hmm. You're either going to move in fear or you're going to move in faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, those 10 spies that came back were full of fear. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good point. I yeah, they were. Yeah. That's they were come back and told everybody. Isn't it interesting? And here had been the Israelites, the whole group of people that had seen the faithfulness of God. 
and greater even, than we've ever seen in our yes. entire life. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. The only difference. Craziness. It, yeah, and total craziness. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, we are under such a good covenant because of Jesus Christ. But they walked in the miraculous every, every day, day yeah. of mm-hmm. their life. You know, they didn't need to go buy new clothes and shoes because right. they got to watch. Mm-hmm. My goodness, when we started, you know, they'd tell the story to to their children. You know, Benjamin, your your shoes, we had they were little when we started this, and now you're a grown man and you're still wearing the same shoes mm-hmm. and your clothes and and the miraculous of the feeding mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the wellness of their bodies and right yes. Yeah. So the faithfulness of God, and, and even at that, if we're not careful, we can get suckered in by the enemy's lies. Mm-hmm. And, and not understand it. Not understand it. I don't that. think those ten people had a negative, I don't think they understood what they were doing. I, I, I don't. Probably not. I, I don't really think they were trying to be malicious or evil mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. I literally think they were trying to be wise, and they were trying to warn, and they were mm-hmm. trying to do the things, but it was mm-hmm. completely wrong. That robbed them all. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we need to remember that these 12 spies that they sent out, they were leaders. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they were. were. They were top dogs, right. you know, and they weren't just no. some somebody on the bottom. These were top dogs that, that Moses sent out mm-hmm. to spy out the land, and uh, it kind of revealed right. if they were people of faith or people of fear. Mm-hmm. Right. And I believe that situations in our life, you know, uh, we get to place ourselves. Where are we at? And sometimes we, you know, we have to admit that we've had our times where we're very fearful, you know, and we've and been yes, bad. you know, and weakened and. And but but the more that we push forward, you know, the more that we stand when we don't feel like standing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I titled a message one time, uh, "Standing Up When I Feel Like Sitting Down," mm-hmm. because sometimes you know you're just weary, you're just tired of the fight. And uh, even like Moses, you know, the thing that I think about him, you know, he had struck the rock before and gotten mm-hmm. water, and and. So, you know, he was supposed to speak to it this time. But instead, he was so frustrated with what was going on around him. And boy, frustration. You know, that that overwhelming compulsion that we get sometimes to just let our emotions go. Mm-hmm. And we've all had them. And, and you look through the Word of God, and so did everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. they had to deal with it. But I believe that God is speaking so uh, much to us about... When we push into his presence, what, what he can do mm-hmm. in our homes and in our lives. Right. So you can identify with that word that Brother Pennington gave the two of you to uh, dream bigger and push on. And then you start to dream bigger and then the uh, enemies come in and they fill you with your mind with fear. Right. Uh, I, I can't. I don't know if I can do this or not. And so we or massive obstacles. Obstacle always, yeah. always right. Mm-hmm. And it distracts us from what the original word of the Lord was. Right. And that's the intent of the enemy is to distract us from the word of God, or from the prophetic word that you mm-hmm. received to uh, launch out into the deep. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that word was more so a reminder to us than it was a, like a, a new word. It was almost mm-hmm. like a, I think it's it's definitely been on my heart. It's been on her heart too. And I've been saying it, that we need to dream bigger. We need to dream bigger. We need to put stuff in front of us. We've got to, we got to see this. But then when he said it, it was a wake up call to the both of us. Mm-hmm. And, but every time that we try to not a, literally every time, every time before a major breakthrough that we have, something comes up and it's almost at this point it's not almost it's almost every time 
once we step back and we pause and we look at what's going on or whatever storm we're facing or giant we're facing at this point is comical mm-hmm. and once we get our head straight and we both step back and look at it we both just stop and it's like this is absolutely ridiculous like it, it's just this is this is holding us trying to hold us back this is trying to keep us from the dream this is trying to keep us from doing what we're supposed to be doing it's trying to derail our day it's trying to derail um the decision that we need to make it's trying to derail i mean everything Uh, derail our marriage derail everything that i'm supposed to be a leader Mm -hmm. of like it's it's just one thing after another and it's like this is this is sometimes it becomes so obvious doesn't it the lately it's been blatantly obvious yeah i mean it may be for the first five ten minutes until we get Mm -hmm. our head right Mm -hmm. and then and then you stop and it's like oh man well Mm -hmm. then we can laugh at it yeah because we recognize who the author is right and then it's it's just it gets ridiculous after that and may god give us that revelation quickly yeah so Mm -hmm. we can step back as a team because you guys are powerful you know Daryl and I are, a, we know we're a powerful team. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. And we also know the journey that we have been on through our life to get to today. Mm-hmm. Right. And the one thing that the enemy always wanted to do was, was if he could have got us divided, mm-hmm. if he could have destroyed us either individually, mm-hmm. because if he had destroyed one of us individually, the other one would have been very crippled. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, especially as a team and that's mm-hmm. the same thing you know in your lives and and when God becomes when we become so passionate with our time with him with who he is and what that means to us because we if we went on the journey without him we would fail anyway Oh, absolutely. Right. so you guys are on such an exciting journey a travel with God it's just beautiful we're getting to the point to where we feel very confident in what we're called to do. And mm-hmm. I think having that confidence goes back to the boat thing and knowing that we're supposed to be in the boat and knowing that we're supposed to get to the other side, it eliminates a lot of fear. Yeah. And to know that we are, our marriage is supposed to be that way. So when we get in a fight, when our egos get in the way, we can stop it. And when we mm-hmm. know we're supposed to grow the marriage or grow the business and stuff mm-hmm. stands in the way, we can stop it. And the same way with our kids, the same way with everything else that we know that we're called to do that we know we're called to get to the other side of the boat and Jesus had confidence in the situation because he knew that his calling was bigger than dying in the middle of that lake. That, that storm, that, yes. that, that, that lake Absolutely. didn't, that, that situation yeah. meant nothing to him because he was so confident of confident. what God's plan was to well, get to the other yeah. side. He was confident in the word that he spoke when right. he said, let us pass over to the other side. Yeah, right. He had faith in his word. Right. But the disciples heard that same word and didn't have the the faith to get over there didn't register to them didn't at all. register yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like what you were saying on sunday you know you have to declare like when you were mm-hmm. saying that you declare mm-hmm. you were um staying in that hotel with those guys and you were declaring and you woke them up you mm-hmm. know saying your right. declarations mm-hmm. every right. day and mm-hmm. um you guys know i was raised baptist and like i didn't know what that meant like i didn't mm-hmm. know that we were supposed to do that you know mm-hmm. so um literally every day since Sunday I've been declaring speaking the word yeah and things that like I'm like okay God I know that you've already said that this is going to happen so I'm going to speak it out and it's happened every single day Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. wow yeah the the power of the spoken word that's what I was going to say the word is so powerful and it will not return void if we speak it at first you know we have to hear it because the word of God says you know it's by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God and there's nothing greater than when we, who has a mouth and a tongue, to be able, and a voice, mm-hmm. to be able to, <coughs> excuse me, to speak that word out. Mm-hmm. 
because then our faith just gets bigger and bigger and grows mm -hmm. because we're renewing this mind mm -hmm. when we speak it out. Right. It's, it's mm -hmm. Well, there's creative power in the spoken yes, word. it is. The spoken word of God is a creative power. Jesus, or God stood out in the middle of nothing and said, light be. <laughs> yes, right. Stood out in the middle of nothing and yeah. formed the heavens and the earth. But it's always followed with, he said, he mm -hmm. said, he mm -hmm. said. Right. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, and any plan that God gives you, anything God calls you to do, right. if he has truly called you, then you have that call. You have that word. Absolutely. Because he doesn't take that back. Right. It's, right. you know, without repentance. As far as he's concerned, I'm not going to with... I, I called you to do that. Now, right. whether you do that or not is up to you. Right. But I won't withhold that call. Right. You have to trust me, believe me, and be determined you're going to get on the other side. Mm -hmm. There are some things in our lives we have to absolutely nail down. Right. Because until we nail it down, the call of God mm -hmm. and what God has said about our life and the promises he has made, the enemy will do everything in his power. And even after you've nailed it, he tries to use different hammers to get mm -hmm. those nails out. Mm -hmm. yeah. But when you stand on the fact that, no, that's what God has said, yeah. and we will not back up from that, yep. it will change your life. You yeah. guys are in a small, rural, southeast Missouri mm -hmm. town, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you're sending product all over the United States. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're getting orders from, and I believe God's going to increase that to be oh, worldwide yes. oh, yeah. eventually and but right now you're getting orders and uh, i'm excited to see uh when there comes a time when there's more and more of the 50 states that's getting involved in mm -hmm. ordering from your factory yes yeah. i mean god told <clears throat> us to take the land so we're gonna keep taking it no matter if our knees are weak and we're you know whatever we're gonna still do it and and you know guys really put on my heart to believe in 2023 that will be a million dollar company and that's what we're going Amen. for. Amen. Yeah. There we go. Jessica, tell us about some of your community projects. I know, <clears throat> excuse me, recently you had a something on the parking lot uh, with uh, the T-shirts. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the, the shirt company. We did that live print, um, the free live print, so that was really cool. Um, we have a mobile machine that we set up, and we've since gone to, like, high schools and printed there. Hmm. Um, but once a year we're doing a, a free live print, and people can bring their own shirt um, and get the print whatever they want on that shirt so it's a print that we've designed um, okay one, one time print it will never be printed again that's so the last shirt the shirt we printed was um, the state of Missouri and it had corn stalks coming out of it and it said hope grows here hmm. yeah, I love that and yeah and it was yeah. really cool and we printed a lot of them it was people loved it that's so exciting and they yeah. just bring their own sh they could buy our shirts so they bring their own shirts too yeah. we just print on them or bags or whatever we could yeah. put on the machine so you know what i love is because this is what we preach and teach here at solid rock is that we're to reach the world mm -hmm. and we start in our local community mm -hmm. and you guys when i first met you the most exciting thing was that you believed with all your heart that god had put you guys in farmington to dream big mm -hmm. and that was one of the things that I got so excited about because uh, Farmington needs you mm -hmm. because you are offering them a service but you're offering them your hearts right. and you want to minister and you want to reach them and that's what everyone in a local church should mm -hmm. do is whatever gifts whatever it is wherever your workplace is whatever it is that God wants you to reach whomever you can touch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And God's given you a, a big vision. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're running with it. Mm -hmm. And so it's really exciting to see what's next. Mm -hmm. We yeah. want people to be inspired yes. by what 
if God says that we can do it in Farmington yes. and yes. all the, the odds that have been stacked against us and all the whatever that anybody can. And you don't have to be in downtown St. Louis. You don't have to be in, in the cool mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. or wherever. No. You don't have to be in Austin and, mm-hmm. you know, where all the cool artistic things happen. Like, God, if God says something's going to happen, he will orchestrate it. And we want, um, which we we're not 100% successful at by any means, but we want to be examples of what we're supposed to be. And that's that's a major calling for the both of us. I think that's more so yeah the truth um we want people to look at us and say how are they doing so well Mm -hmm. like what is going on Mm -hmm. that you know and and we just want to live that life that you know not necessarily shove jesus down people's throats because i think that that can push them the complete other way Mm -hmm. but we want to be the light that people see and they they ask Mm -hmm. like we want to serve your god yeah Mm -hmm. exactly they're like if this is happening to you and we know Mm -hmm. what you came from like Mm -hmm. you know we want that too you know amen like something that happened today um, I had a customer come in and she's not religious by any means and um, she's had some issues with some of her joints and stuff and she looked at me and she's like I really need you to pray for me Mm. and like I know a couple weeks ago they had posted on Facebook that they are not religious and that they don't (laughs) you know deal with any of that stuff but she I'm sure has seen my Facebook posts and knows that you know I will pray for people or you know that I ask for prayer from people and you know so like just you know, people reaching out, knowing that, Hey, I can ask that's, her. That's yes. So you know? awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what but reaching our Jerusalem is all about. Right. However you do that. But she also can resonate with me because I'm not a perfect person. Mm-hmm. You no, know, no, I, I make mistakes. Well, like sure. Bryson got hit, all hit in the head with a baseball at <laughs> baseball, yeah, the that. baseball game yeah. the night. And I wasn't exactly the best mom when I stormed <laughs> it on that field, but you know, like I'm real. And yes. I'm honest and I'm yes. open, but I also, and you know, continuously growing. Yes, yes and we are. I'm like, you know, if God can, and I'm sure they look like if God can bless her, like, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. just like me, God can bless yes. me too. Yes. You know, absolutely. So absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, uh, what we're doing with at the table with Darlene, the only reason we're doing this podcast is so that people can see the realness of life. The right. only reason I wrote the miracle of the breaking was because God said, if you will be obedient to it, yep. I'll use it to show other people that your life can, Humpty Dumpty can be put back yep. together again. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. Yeah, he just can. Are you saying you were Humpty Dumpty? I was a mess. <laughs> I was, you know, as you, everybody says now, a hot mess. Right. I mean, my life was just that. I lived in so much fear yeah. and so introverted because I thought if anyone knew me, right. they would not like me. That if they really knew my past and all, you know, and even after... I began to speak and all. I felt like if I ever told my story that no one would ever want to be, they wouldn't believe in me. The fact that I didn't, I didn't have the education. I hadn't gone to seminary to be able to speak to people. I mean, there was all that, you know, I understood Moses and I understood those, you know, because I Mm -hmm. felt so inadequate. Mm -hmm. But God does something surprisingly with our inadequacies. Mm -hmm. And those that watch our lives just like you said you know yeah maybe they even knew you when you were more of a hot mess than you are today Mm -hmm. but they see what is happening in your life and that's exciting yeah you know and so you know we realize we're all just real people but we sometimes because we want to hide our weaknesses Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying everybody has to tell the world i'm just saying that god said if you will humble yourself for me mm-hmm. he, if you will humble yourself and you'll be honest 
then I'll use it to touch women around the world that have worse stories than I do. Mm -hmm. But somebody was Mm -hmm. able to say, you know, uh, God still is is taking the brokenness of my life Mm -hmm. and working out miracles every day. And so it's powerful stuff. And you are also encouraging people uh, that there's books to be written. There's oh, songs. Absolutely. There's yeah, songs absolutely. to be written. There's oh poetry goodness, yes. to be written. Yes. You know, yes. there's. You've encouraged there's, us that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. The so, growth that we've had is being in this place and being connected with you guys. I we mean, tell people that all the time. Awesome. They're like, if we, if we wouldn't attend the church and be under you two, we would not mm-hmm. have the growth that we do. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth. Hey Jessica, tell us a little bit about your boutique and uh, you also. Um, you have a live Facebook once a week. Yeah. Are you uh, still doing that? So we're starting back up again, yes. Because okay. um, summer, people are so busy so doing, you know, mm-hmm. so many different things on vacations. And um, so we kind of took the summer off just to, I think, you yeah, know. Nothing wrong with that. But you're on right. the third floor also. Yes. And you have a separate room than the than the shirt factory. Oh, your yep. shop is beautiful. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. Very classy. Lovely lily. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. it's high end stuff or not, but it looks very high end, cool. and it's a classy, it's a classy looking shop. It is Thanks. beautiful. Yeah, good product in there. Yeah, yeah very yeah. good product. We, we sell out a lot. It's, mm-hmm. We put stuff in yesterday. People came in today, and it was gone. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is it's awesome. Been awesome. Um, we did some community events, like you were talking about. Um, we did the back to school boutique um, rally, and we had mm. eight boutiques from different. Um, cities around uh-huh. neighboring cities and we all um, collected backpacks and school supplies and mm. um, like snack items for the backpack program and stuff and my store personally we had over 100 backpacks donated that that's so just wonderful. that's just backpacks yeah, i love so. how you love the community oh yeah mm-hmm. like it was it was completely awesome and the like, boxes of food and school supplies and i i didn't i guess maybe some of the schools didn't know that we were doing that so when i took my stuff into Farmington they were like oh my goodness this is mm-hmm. like we put it on one of those rolling carts and I brought it in like everyone's face is just mm-hmm. lit up like, yeah. like oh, oh yeah. my goodness we had no idea so, that's awesome yeah it was really cool yes yeah. and, and and I think it's so important that somehow everyone gets as involved as they can in their mm-hmm. community yeah you don't live in a perfect community you don't have perfect people in all these places right but it is our community, yeah. and the love of God is real. Mm-hmm. And when we really love God, we're gonna we're gonna show people that mm-hmm. Jesus really is there for them. Right. And so, what an opportunity! And and you guys are such an example. And yes. the thing, you know, the thing of it is, <coughs> I'm sorry. sorry. We we uh, we try to keep abreast of what's going on, mm-hmm. but there's so much going on in our community, in our lives, and your lives. Right. And, and I love to hear these testimonies. I didn't even know you were doing that. Right. But you guys are constantly mm-hmm. uh, ministering in something. And before we go off, I, I and just, uh, Chris, you shared just a little bit of something that God just did personally in your life uh, uh, the other night, in, in the middle of the night. And the reason I want to do that is because God is such a real God. Mm-hmm. And the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, lives among us mm-hmm. all the time. And he wants, and he's always speaking, mm-hmm. and we're not always listening. Right. But when we begin to listen, and we begin to hunger for him, and spend time with him in his word, and 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 uh, in our prayer time, uh, just share a little experience of what God's doing in your life. Well, it was the middle of the night, and I don't exactly remember why Jess woke me up. She woke me up I for was something. Sick. Was yeah. that what it was? Yeah, I was yeah. real sick, laying on the bathroom floor. 
Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Oh, so I know she, that's yeah. what it was. So how she, many times do you? Yeah, how many times are you uh, laying on the bathroom floor? Never. And, well, she does wake me up a lot. You made it sound like yeah. oh, another time, huh? Well, she does wake me up. Quite okay, a bit. but I wake him up because I can't sleep and I want to talk. Yeah. I, I woke up and I was like, I can't stop. So anyway, I, she was she was sick with something. She had yeah. a bad fever, and I it took me a while to wake up. But I finally woke up and I took care of her and got her medicine and prayed over her and all that sort of thing and. She immediately went to sleep because I felt her, you know, how girls do. They just kind of sit there and jolt when they go to sleep. Yeah. So you do that, she, too, not yeah. just girls. <laughs> so We are rough sleepers. And then I was, I was laying there. It was almost, it wasn't almost. The, the Holy Spirit was hovering over our bed. Like, it was just an intense mm. sweetness and an intense peace. And the Holy Spirit wasn't, it was the presence of God. And it wasn't just, it wasn't speaking. It wasn't... Um, I wasn't getting any, like, deep revelations or anything like that, but you could just feel just the hovering of the power of God over over the bed, and I was just, I lay there and just cried and just enjoyed it for hours. I didn't didn't want to go back to sleep, and I guess I finally did, but it was just a very, um, it was... It was just intense, it, but it wasn't intense in a bad way. It was just, a, it was a sweetness. It was a peace. Yeah. It was just so calming. She was dead asleep. and Thus, I've slept yeah. in weeks, but I was, and I had just been on the bathroom but floor. But I could, so. I, could wow. I could almost feel it. I could feel it, but I could almost feel it like a cloud just over our mm. bed or just like, like God was just there watching us. Like yeah. it was just, it was crazy, and that's actually happened quite a few times since then, not in bed, but... I've been on the press before making shirts, and I felt that same deal, um, and just couldn't stop crying. And mm-hmm. uh, I think there's been a couple other times too. But um, the last time that happened on the press, God spoke a lot of things to me. But one of the things that it reminded me of it was a bad day, and it, God told me the joy of the Lord will be my strength. And I always thought that me. The, the Lord's joy would be my strength is the way I always interpreted that. Like, God's joyful, so I need to be mm-hmm. joyful too. And, and that's the way it mm-hmm. was. But that wasn't what he showed me. It was my joy in his presence is what gave me strength. Yes. I had joy in his presence because his presence mm-hmm. was so sweet that's and so, so good, yeah. good yeah. that so that so is good. what gave yeah, me strength. Rich. It was yes. being in, in, in yes. his manifested presence. It wasn't because the Lord was happy. It was because his presence made me happy. Yes. And... So it completely good. changed the, so my good. whole perception of that scripture. Yeah. So, so good because you know what, Chris? He, when we hunger and thirst, and when we push in, he wants to be involved in our daily. Mm-hmm. Not every day of our life are we going to have that, but we can have a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. For those of you that's listening, he is close. He is nearby, mm-hmm. and he wants to manifest himself to us mm-hmm. and speak to us in the dark times of our life, mm-hmm. in, in the times of life when, you know, there's times when <clears throat> it isn't necessarily a trial we're going through. Right. Sometimes we're just being aware mm-hmm. that he is ever present. And the more we are aware that he's ever present, the more we will hear him speak. Yes. And if we want to leave anything today with those that's listening, that would be it. Mm-hmm. His push into the presence of God because he's real he is so real and he he wants to speak to us he wants to be so involved in our life and I love what what we talked about a while ago when Jesus got into the boat with him he said let us go over to the other side and his disciples they still were dealing with who they were as people Mm -hmm. and 
you know, and God will rebuke us. I've had God to rebuke me many times with his word. Mm-hmm. He'll, you know, and he mm-hmm. uses, well, darling, what, what, what did I say about mm-hmm. that? Or what do you want to do about this? Yes, it's, I see the natural storm. Mm-hmm. I see the waves. They are out there, yes. But what does my word say about mm-hmm. this? Yep. And I, I really believe that God mm-hmm. is calling his people t- to himself. And mm-hmm. he's saying, what is my word saying about your situation? Right. That declaration that you're beginning to make and right. letting it speak out of your mouth. Right. It is so powerful. And, and when we are speaking out, then God is being spoken. Right. The word of God has been spoken. Absolutely. The, even... The disciples didn't understand that God himself in man form was sitting in that boat with them. No, they didn't. It, when you have that revelation, storms don't matter anymore. Mm. Right. Mm. It, it's, it's that deep. And yes. if they would have understood Jesus' true power when Peter stepped out of the boat, the whole, all yeah. of them would have jumped out of the boat. Mm, yeah. The boat would have been abandoned. Mm. Like, true. who would have missed that opportunity? Mm. They would have all... They would have been an empty boat. They could have. They could have. But they didn't understand, and and they were with him face to face, Mm. and that's what God is showing me in in the stage of life that I'm in now. He's, he didn't say get in the boat. He said let's get in the boat, Mm -hmm. and and that's that's a deep revelation. Deep revelation. Yes, he's not going to leave you or forsake you in Mm -hmm. that boat by yourself. He's not going to let you drown. Well, if he's with you, you're not going to drown. No, like it's it's impossible. That boat wasn't going to go down. That wasn't the way Jesus was going down. Uh -uh. No, and even when Jesus died, he didn't. They didn't just shoot him in the head or or, or cut his throat or hang him. It, It took what 48 hours from the uh, marching <clears throat> through the streets with his cross and everything else for him to actually surrender yeah you know and, and he actually like, gave up his life yeah and he, he gave did. it up right. yeah. he did and he it's did. like it's, it, he doesn't go down easy no he does not yeah <laughs> no no and the only reason he went down that time was his was own surrender def- was his own surrender yeah. and fulfillment yep. of resurrection power that he has placed in us Amen. that that right. holy spirit mm-hmm. holy spirit that lives in us we're yes. so grateful for you yes. we are so grateful for yeah. you uh, Chris, I want you to pray today for those that are listening, that God would just give them a revelation that he, if he said, let us go to the other side, mm-hmm. that they can, too, mm-hmm. rest in the storm, mm-hmm. knowing even when it's uncomfortable, even when you don't seem to have anywhere to lay your head because the boat is rocking so much, or when, you, when you're getting splashed by the waves and it's threatening you, May there be revelation begin to come to those who are so hungry for God to move in their lives. And not, they're out there. Here's another thought before you pray. Okay. Paul knew he was going to Rome mm-hmm. to preach. Mm-hmm. He knew nothing could stop him because he, he knew that's what he was supposed to do. But yet when that storm came in Acts chapter 26, sure. 27, yeah. mm-hmm. and it destroyed the boat, they had to hang on. They had to find floating pieces to get to the island of Malta. You know, he knew that that storm wasn't going to stop him. Mm-hmm. And he got made, bit by the snake there, He too, got bit it? by the snake, yeah. and there was a lot of delays, but mm. but he did go to Rome, mm-hmm. and he did stand mm-hmm. before Caesar. So uh, storms don't stop us. No. Amen. They don't stop us. No. Yeah. But they do come. They do come. And we all have to understand they and do they, come. And they will come. And they will come. It's yes. just like there. you know that in New Orleans and, and, and some of those little towns, I can't think of the name of right now, but that got hit so hard mm-hmm. in this hurricane that's just happened, Ida, and how they prayed. You know mm-hmm. that there are fa- family members sure. that prayed, mm-hmm. and, and yet things were destroyed. Right. 
but may the might of God rise up within them that know if they still breathe and they're still living, mm-hmm. God's still got purpose for Absolutely. them. That's right. And uh, so, Chris, would you pray as we go off? Heavenly Father, we just come before you in Jesus' name for everyone listening to this podcast, Lord, that you just open up. First of all, God, that you teach them the importance yes. of your manifested presence, God, that you yes. want to literally be with them, God, mm-hmm. that you want your your Holy Spirit and your 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 being and, and who you are, yes. you want to literally mm-hmm. be with people, and that when you are, yes. that they understand the power of that manifested presence, that it, it fills in pieces, yes. it fills in broken yes. cracks, it restores things, it gives revelation, Thank it you. heals broken bodies it does everything that we need it to be because you are a full god and we just thank you lord that you are just showing everyone god that that the plans that you have for each individual lives whether they seem big or whether they don't seem big you've still called them to do Mm -hmm. something with you you Mm -hmm. called them to Mm co-labor with you Mm -hmm. when you called us Mm -hmm. you don't abandon us Mm -hmm. and that we can have ultimate faith and knowing that we need we can step out of the boat we can rest on the boat we Mm -hmm. can do whatever we do when the storms come god Mm -hmm. as they will come where the it doesn't even matter to you Mm-hmm. Is it, you literally slept in a storm on a yes. on a pad in a boat yes. with water hitting you, mm. and it didn't even affect you. And that's the way we need to be as well, yes. God. Yes. So I just pray that you give strength to our listeners, and that you just mm. give them mm-hmm. hope in the midst of whatever yes. they're going through. That that there is a reason and there is yes. a purpose, and we will get to the other side of the lake, and we will make it to the other side. And just like Pastor yes. said, Paul made it to Rome, despite yes. a complete wreck, mm. despite snake bites despite mm. everything else yes. that probably wasn't even written that he went mm. through he still made it mm-hmm. and because he knew that you called him to lord and we just yes. thank you for the calling that you have and the strength and the freedom from fear okay. and that you're just replacing that with faith through your presence and we just thank yes. you for that in jesus name amen. 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 amen amen until the next time at the table with darlene may the peace of god rule and reign in your hearts and your lives and every Thank you for joining us today at At The Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At The Table with Darlene.